Welcome everyone to the Ovet Torah Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Samach Zayin Amud Bet. It is the last Daf of Perek Shnesire. We will begin at the Mishnah on the bottom of Samach Zayin Amud Bet. Says the Mishnah as follows: Balo Etzel Par V'Seir Nistafin. After we send, we just spoke about the previous Mishnah, talking about we're sending the Se'ir Mishnah and pushing it off the cliff, and all the different uh, amounts of Sukkot that were on the way to send it. And finally, we push it off, and the guy got Tameh, and that's over. And now, we're going on to the next step of the Yom Kippur sacrifice. He goes to the Pad and the Se'ir, which are about to be burnt. So the pot and seed, we already took the blood, we have done all the sprinkling of the blood, and the the dead cows minus the blood, and the dead seed minus the blood, which seed is this, of course, this is the seed la Hashem, because the seed la Zazil just got chopped up down the mountain, right? So what's left is the pod, his pod, and the seed. The body. What does he do? Karan, he rips it up. He takes out the emurim inside of it. He puts them in a bowl and he offers them on the mezbech. He intertwined them in braids, which means the, after you took out the emurim inside that goes in the mezbech, you take the leftover bodies and you tie them up together, it sounds like that, and you take them out to be burnt in a special burning place. Now the rule is, the Pasuk says when it comes to the burning, that anyone who, the person who burns these animals becomes Tameh. So similar to the person who pushes off the, the Seir, the person who burns these animals also becomes Tameh. As soon as they left the Azara with it, there were four guys carrying this business. They would all become Tamayified as soon as they left the the Azara. Rabbi Shimon says, No, he says, Only you're not Tamay right away as soon as you. Uh, What? Most of them have to get burnt. Okay, good. No, but this happened when, 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 while the guy's walking to burn the, to draw the, the other, the other zeal? No. Oh, okay. Well, as soon they, ha- they have to have sent it already. In other words, they, they have to be out already. Okay, I think we said that they send the messenger back to him to tell him that it was done. No? Didn't we say that before? I think one of the brightos like said, like but it says that they watch him to see what happened. Right, but they see what happened. This, the, he doesn't while wait. He, while he's walking, they're, 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 they're doing. Right? He doesn't wait. You, you're, you're assuming he doesn't wait, right? So just send him away and start. It's going to take too long until it gets there. Listen. Hmm, interesting. Especially the guy doesn't come back. It's, it's not like he's going to talk. I mean, he's very close to... Uh, R- Rabbi Kasky says that they, they, they don't wait. Okay. 
says the Gemara, Ve'ektidan salkadaitach. The Gemara says, what do you mean, you burnt them now? What do you mean, now is not the, not the time to burn them? It makes it sound like if you take the Imurim, you burnt them. But you're not supposed to burn them. They're supposed to be burnt later. Because we know that they only get burnt much later on. First, you have to read the Torah, then you have to go to the mikveh, right, and switch clothing, and offer the the the, the elov eloha'am. Then you have to go back in the white one and take out the take out the kolpen. Then you do you offering the stuff with the musaf of the of the, of the ben harbaim. So why are we mentioning that you're doing it now? Says the Gemara, you're right. Ela ema change the mishnah lehaktiran al gemzech, not not vehiktiran, but rather lehaktiran. He's going to do it later. Okay. Says the Gemara. Kalam miklaot. The Mishnah said that we wrap them in braids. Amar Yohanan, kimin kiliyah. It's like a braid. We're not actually braiding them. Okay. It's like a braid. Tana. Lo minahtan nituach basar ola. He would not cut them up. Like the basar ola, ela or al gabe masar. So normally, when you have an ola, one of the things you have to do is skin the animal. We call that in English flaying. Okay, now this, the, these animals were not skinned. They first they chop it up with the skin on it, and they burn it like that. Minahani mili, where do we know this from? The time we went to the bright to the biomed, Nemarkan Orubasaru Perish. Pasuk says regarding the Yom Kippur, or Basar and Perish. The the or the skin, Basar the meat, Uperish and the garbage. Minemalan or Basar Perish. It also says with the with the part Kohen Gadol, it says Or Basaru Perish. Okay. Because the Basuk says, if you look on the side, So you mentioned the parish over there also. Just like over there by the... We only cut it up, but we don't skin it. So we're learning from the part of the Kohen Gadol. Perish is the, the 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 garbage of the animal that's found in the intestines of the animal after you. No, it's like the the, the, the food that the animal ate that's stuck oh. in the in the in the in the things when you cut it. Says Gemara, which means how do we know it's true? By the par, by the par kohen gadol, which is not over here. Par kohen gadol, of course, is something that takes place. When the Kohen Gadol makes a mistake, why well, do we know? The Tanya we learned in the Brayta, it says Vikidbo Uperesho Vehotzi. Now this is not one pasuk; it's actually two pasukim right next to each other. It says Vikidbo Uperesho, and the next pasuk Vehotzi is Vehotzi. If you look, at it, I don't have a, I don't have a chumash in front of me. But if I'm not mistaken, let's see if we have it here. Yeah, here it is. It's if we look at pasuk alf on the side. Vet or hapar vet kol besor al roshov al kirav 
וקדבו פרשה, והוציא את כל הפער אל מחוץ למחנה. So it's really two פסוקים next to each other, but since the two are right, the words, ופרשו והוציא, are right next to each other, it teaches you, מלמד שמוציא שלם. We see that we take the פער כהן גדול when it's whole, and you don't, you don't cut it up. יכול לספר לכם, you might have thunk, and maybe we should burn it whole, this פער כהן גדול. נאמר כאן ראשו קרב, נאמר עליו ראשו פרב. It says later on, by a regular עולה, ראשו וקרעים. And it says here, ראשו קרעים. מעלן, just like by a regular עולה. על ידי ניתוח, you have to cut it up, ההפקה על ידי ניתוח. So Mark says, well, if you have a gzair shava, connecting part of the Kohen Gadol to the Ola, so then you should connect it all the way? Maybe you should learn from the Ola that just like a Korban Ola, you do skin the animal first. Who told you to say over here that we're gonna not going to have shit and we are going to chop it? Maybe it should be the other way around. The only reason why we know we chop it is because we're connected to Ola. And Ola is also skinned. So maybe you should connect it for everything. Tamud Lomar. V'kirbo uprashav. We learn from the words, Kirbo uprashav, that you do have to, that you do, I'm sorry, that you do not skin the animal. my Tamuda. How do you see from Kirbo uprashav that it works like that? Amra Papa. Keshem shepirsho b'kirbo. Just like one of the things we burn is the pirsho, we don't take out the stuff inside the intestines. We leave it there, kach b'saro be'oro. Just like you, just like when it came to the basad. So, sorry, just like, no, just like, do it like this. Just like when it came to kirbo, the insides. We mentioned that the pirsho is on it, so too when it comes to the basad, the oro is on it. In other words, each thing has something non-desirable. The kirbo, the intestines, has in it perish, which is undesirable. The basad has on it or that's undesirable. Just like the undesirable part of the kirbo is in it, so too the perish is in it. So too the skin is in it also. Okay. I'm sorry? It's a machloket where they burn this. You're going to see soon. There's a machloket exactly where they burn this. Whether this is burned in the regular place of, that they burn all the stuff outside Yerushalayim, or there's a new place that they burn it. Depends which direction we're going. We're going to see that soon. Okay? Okay. When do they come to Mebedegadim? Tanobran Yotziyam Echutzamachanev Sarfu. It says that they take it outside the camp and they burn it. When it comes to the the part coin gadol, it says you do take it, you burn it outside all three camps outside Yushalayim. When it comes to Yom Kippur, it looks like it's only outside one camp because just says mechutz lemachane. Doesn't say the word machane three times. So it sounds like that they, they, they would take it only out of the Beit HaMikdash, and they wouldn't take it out of all three camps, all the way outside Yerushalayim. It comes, now really, of course, we end up taking it out of all three camps. So why would it say one camp if we're only taking it out of three camps? Anyway, so answer the Gemara, you know why? 
because we want to teach you that even though you are taking it out of all three camps, but you only get tamerified, you get tamerified immediately as soon as you take it out of one camp. Clear? Yeah. Okay. Says Gemara, Vihatam Minalan. says, "Well, you you understood for sure that that when you take the pot Kohen Gadol, it has to be outside three camps." Minalan, who told you? Now I already told you because it says three times the word Machaneh. We're going to mention that here. The Tanya went to the Brayta. Vehotziet Kol Apar. It says they take out the whole pot. Chutz l'shosh Machanot. When it says, who told you it's out of three camps? Maybe it's out of one camp, about the part going at all. When it says, by the part outside the camp, welcome Joey. Welcome, Rachamim. Is that one good? Pass it to Rechamim. Is that it? Okay. Samachet. Okay. Oh, sorry. We're in the middle. Kishu made the part aida. El mechutzam ahane. It says outside the camp. She entered mudomar. You don't have to tell me out of mechutzam ahane. She ekvan neemar. The sarafoto kasher sarafet the part aishon. It says it burned like the first one. So we know the first one was outside both camps. So this one too. Okay. So let's just review what we have now before we get Rabbi Shimon involved. In the Mishnah, we had said a machloket. There's a machloket when we're talking over here about burning the the pod and the seir. If you remember, Joe, we had a pod and seir, which we stored and took their blood out, and we sprinkled them quite a few times towards the paroche, towards the things that, that the blood was out. Our Mishnah dealt with what's left, the leftover part of the pod. Now, we take out the imunim and we're going to burn them. Emunim are the inside parts that go on the mizbech, and the rest of the the rest of the cow that's not going mizbech, we tie it up and we carry it out to be burnt outside the city. Now, there's a machloket in our mishnah, Rabbi Shimon Tanakama. When do the people who carry out the leftover part and see it to be burnt become tamerified? Okay, according to Rabbi Shimon, as soon as they leave the azana, they're not tamer. They're only tamer when when you actually get it there, stop burning it, and most of it's burnt, that's when they become Tamer. Immediately. According to Tanakama, they become Tamerified immediately upon leaving the Mahane. Okay? Is that what we have so far? We really need a chart for this, but I didn't prepare it from before, so it's my fault. Okay? But, Rabbi Shimon disagrees. He says you're Tamer only when you actually burn all of it. Now, we just went through a whole bunch of Pesukim, where it says basically what happened was it says you take it outside of Mahane and we know we take it outside of all three camps okay but yet it only mentions the word Mahane once and therefore we learned why does it mention only one camp it sounds like you're only burning out of one camp when really you're doing it out of three camps and we said oh you know why to teach you even though you're carrying it out of three camps but you become tamerified as soon as you take it out of one camp 
Okay, now that only makes sense according to Rabbanan, who say that you become tamerified when you burn it. No, when you take it out of the first camp. But according to the rabbi who says you become tamerified when you burn it, what's he going to do with these with this dinashah of these other rabbis? That's what has to be clarified. Okay, let's see inside. What does he do with that extra mechutz lemahane? He's got to use it for something, and he doesn't teach me. Tell me that he doesn't use it to teach me when you get tamerified. So what does he do with it? Says the Gemara. We need it like it says in a brayta. It says here by by part. By Yom Kippur, and it says by the by the part of the what? Paraduma. Okay. Ma kan chutz l'shlosh mahanot, just like by Yom Kippur, it's outside all three mahanot. Af lahalan chutz l'shlosh mahanot. Also over there, paraduma has to be stored outside all three camps. Umala halan b'mizdachas Yerushalayim, just like the paraduma is on the east of Yerushalayim. Af kan mizdachas Yerushalayim. So, we want, so according to him, it's coming to teach you that it's on the east side of Yushalayim's where we're burning it. But according to Rabbanan, who using that pasuk to tell you to become Tamer fired after the first camp, so then where do they burn it? Says Kiritanya. We learn in the Brayta. Where does it get burnt? Uh, so therefore, we're telling you that there's actually a machloket about where they burn it, which is what I was telling you before, Benyamin. This is a machloket. Tanakama, let's get this clear. According to Rav Shimon, he says that we use this pasuk to tell you that it gets burnt on the east side of Yerushalayim, like the other ones. Like the other korbanot? Or? Yeah. Again, when you say, it's coming to tell you that it's similar to the other korban. So in this case, we're connected to the paraduma. So it's telling you just like paraduma. On the east side. We, we do it on the east side, so do this on the east side. Now the Chachamim disagree. They hold it's not on the east side. Right. And therefore, they don't need a pasuk to teach you that it's on the east side because they hold it's not on the east side. And therefore, they use the pasuk to, te- to connect it to uh, to when when you get tamerified. Okay, now why you want, you want to find out where he's getting to, when he gets tamerified, like by the burning or by the by the camps? Still, well, 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 it's the same idea. Do, do they get one rabbi is saying Reb is Reb Shimon is saying that they get burnt, they get tamerified when they burn it. So he's not using a pasuk for that. He'd rather use the pasuk to tell you that you get tamerified, that, that, not, not, that, that you burn it on the east. Okay? And the Chachamim hold you don't burn on the east. They hold you burn it somewhere else. They, 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 they hold you burn it on the north. Okay? Outside all three camps. Rabbi Yossi says, I bet the is him. Rabbi Yossi says, no, it's the better edition. Now, who's the Tanakama? We don't know who this Tanakama is. The Gemara is going to say, I'm a Rava. Man Tana Pliga Ryosi, which Tana disagrees with Ryosi? Ryosi is the one who says it's the better edition. Tana Kama says you don't, right? Rebbezer ben Yaakov, he, I'll teach you to Rebbezer ben Yaakov. Tanya learned in the Brayta, El Shefer Chadeshin Yisrof. It says you burn it on the Shefer Chadeshin. 
the place where the ash gets poured. Shia Lasham Deshin has to be in a place that there was Deshin. That means the regular place on the east. If Rezvan Yaakov says that when it says you 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 burn it El Shefech Adeshin, it means it's a place where it's okay. There's a look at what the word Shefech means over here, Rabbi Kasky. The word Shefech could either mean the place where you previously poured it. If so, it's referring to the east side where you usually pour other stuff. Or Shefech Adeshin means a place where it's going to pour out of. So when you put the ashes there, it'll end up rolling down the hill. Okay? And if so, it has to be Yamakum Mishupach, a place where it's gonna not gonna gonna hang there. Is that good, Rabbi? Kaski, is that clear? Slanted. Because Shefech means pour. So either the place that you previously poured, or a place that's gonna pour after you pour it there. So you pour it on a slanted place, it rolls down the hill, it's pouring. After it's finished, okay. It's already starting at the charts, right? No, at the stage. <laughs> what? Too early for the chart. Does that, does that make sense? What? It's like have to be a hillside. That... Yeah, hillside. Okay. I'm only Abaya. Abaya says, "Who told you that they? Maybe they only argue whether it has to be pouring." How do you know they argue which side it is? So not necessarily. Okay, he doesn't agree necessarily. In other words, who told you that just because they argue about whether it has to be rolling down, maybe they both agree which side it's on. These two rabbis, and maybe this, these two rabbis are not the rabbis that argued before. Okay, Tanu Rabbanan. We learned in the Brayta. Vasoref, it says the guy who burns it gets Tameh. The guy who burns it gets tamer begadim. But not the guy who lights the fire. When it says hasoref, it means the guy who burns them. But not the guy who lights the fire. Not the guy who arranges the wood. So who's the soref? This is the guy who helps at the time of burning. So there's a guy who turns the meat over or throws wood on the fire while it's there. That guy's the guy who gets the man fired, not the other guys. What happened to the guy that carries it off? question. What's the answer? What do you think the answer is, Rabbi? Rabbi Kasky, you want to help us out? You hear his question? We we made it sound like in the Mishnah that the guy who carries it out gets Tameh fired. Definitely, because according to the Rabbi who said you get Tameh as soon as you left, there's only one way to do it. Right? As soon as you left, you got Tameh fired. We didn't light the fire yet. Here we're saying, who gets Tameh not the light of the fire, not the guy who puts it on. Who is it? The guy who helps in the sirifa. No, 
when he starts to become tamei, he says when, the, when most of the things got burned. Also, oh, they're saying according to the Bishimon, who's saying that when, that when you burn it, it's talking, it's actually not that guy. It's also, it's also machlokin. Who? There's two machlokins. One is when, and one is who. So according to Tanakama, according to Tanakama, it's the carrier because it happened. It happened a long time ago, and according to Bishimon, the machlokin is. I'm sorry. The, 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 it's it, it's it's later, and it's not that guy. It's the other guy. Definitely not the carrier. Okay, very good point. Unless he's the guy, though. Unless he, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, okay, good. good. Thank you, Rabbi. Tamud Omar Otam. That's why it says Otam. Otam be mitamim begadim. Lo mishnasu efen mitamim begadim. They become tamer, and not when it comes ashes. So therefore. Once it became ashes, then it doesn't matter anyone. Okay, once it already got fully burnt, then a guy who's uh, burning it doesn't do anything. Once it got completely um, decomposed, it doesn't make make you tamer. My way now, it sounds like the same thing. What happens if they made it a charred hulk? Which means, if the animal became... It's it's not ashes yet. It's still in one spot, but it's all burnt. According to... According to Elizabeth Shimon, it's still tamerified. Because... No. Oh, he says, according to that, when it's not... Ashes, it's not enough. But according to Rabbi Yisrael Shimon, even if it's charred, it's enough, and it's not tamei fire. Doesn't tamei fire. I lost you, right? One more time. The machlok these two rabbis. One rabbi says when it becomes ashes. The other rabbi says when it becomes a, when it becomes when it's nitach habasad got decomposed. Now, what's different? Sounds like the same thing. Decomposed ashes. Answer. Sometimes an animal could get charred, but it's still in one piece. Right. So at that point, Rebezah Bishamon will say, that's it, it's charred already, chalas. It can't get you tamerified. And it can't. It, can. it cannot get you tamerified once it's charred. And Tanakama will say, no. It still could get you tamerified until it ashes. Good. Let's do the new Mishnah. Why, why do you get tamer from the Korban? Pasuk. 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 The guy who burns it gets tameh. We know. We know someone gets tameh. Question is when. The question is why, how. That's the machlok at tanaim. But why, why? What I'm saying is, what's the difference if it's decomposed or it's ashes? I would think that for that animal, that's probably why. Oh, because everyone agrees. Because I, I think the answer to here where his question is. Illo. Because the animal's dead. What's the difference if it's decomposed or it's ashes? It could be the Pasuk says, the guy who burns it. So, what's called it? Is it, is it still called it when it's charred? Or, or it's not called it anymore because it's charred already? So, one rabbi will say, well, once it's ashes, that's not it anymore. It's ashes already. It doesn't make you tamer. Otherwise, no. Ashes it doesn't mean that. Even when it's already charred, it's not it anymore. And there, because that's be it. I hear what you're saying, but before it becomes ashes, it gets charred. <laughs> right. So at that, 
The machloket is. Oh, only when it, so when it's the, oh so when the korban is done, you automatically tamei. What? What? Even if it's let's say it gets charred and then it goes ashes, then it once it's ashes, once it's ashes, everyone agrees that it can't tamei anybody. Other rabbis says no. Once it's charred already, it can't tamei anybody. Okay. Okay. New mishnah. Amrulo the kohen gadol. They told. Oh, this is what I was talking about. Amrulo the kohen gadol. Higia seir lamidbar. They tell the Kohen Gadol that the Seir got to the Midbar. So I guess the next part seems you have to make sure that it got, it got there before they burn it. Okay? No, but this is not, it's just preparation. Uh, but the actual, the actual stuff has to be done then. They seem like they do go back and tell Okay. How do they know that the seir got to midbar? Did they have watchmen? They would wave flags. They know that the goat got to the desert. Basically, this we said yesterday that there's all these different sukkot, right? Yeah. Now, at each sukkah, we'll have a watchman who's got a flag, who's waving to, to send the message right away. So you don't need text messages. All you need, yeah. right? Or WhatsApp. Seems like they could do it without WhatsApp somehow. Okay. What do you mean? They had a beautiful siman. From Yerushalayim to Bethchudo was three meal. They would walk one meal. They come back one meal. They waited. Of meal, we would inch a gear seal with bar, and they would know that Seir got them with bar. I didn't get that. Which means. Simple way to do it. Basically, what it works is they, they 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 know how how fast the guy's walking, so they just start walking his his uh, a certain amount of time. Siman a certain from Yishlaim till Bet Chudo, they go there and they come back, and they wait another meal, and they know that it's time to get to the seed. Got to the bar. That's one question. This rabbi says, Rishmael says, all they have to do is look at the at the wool to see when the wool got whitified and they know it got to the bar. Why do they have to have watchmen? They don't need watchmen to to wave flags if they can just see the wool turn white. Well, that's that's another problem. Yeah, if it didn't, <laughs> we you hear what he's asking? Didn't always work. Okay, let's see if tomorrow addresses that. Now, it could be that was only in the early days of the Beit Hamikdash, and, and we're answering that they didn't do it another time. Now. Binyamin asked the question, who said when it turns white? Because we saw, if you remember, Rabbi Kasky, we mentioned that we're worried. The reason why we tie 
the wool to the head of the cat of of the seir is because we're worried that maybe it'll turn white before he pushes it off, and he won't bother to push it off, and we want to make sure he does. It sounds like it does, the pushing off is not the thing that turns it white. It might turn white beforehand. But we're telling you now that it doesn't turn white before they get to Midbar. Because going to the Buda, that would have been a good sign. If it turns white even before it gets to Midbar, then that would be a very bad sign. So obviously, even though it could turn white at any, any time, but only any time after it gets to Midbar. Okay. Yalla, we'll start the Gemara tomorrow. Really good. Well, not tomorrow. To this afternoon, Mr. Tashem. What time is it? Huh? What? Oh, we did finish break. We're in the next break, right? Unless you want to go to... Uh... Where are you going to go to? No, we'll do it tonight. Oh, it's a long page tonight? Oh, wow. 7.45. But I want to say, send this guy to show it to Okay. Well, stop here. Is that the Could you make it tonight? On the Zoom? Last time we did it on Zoom, we didn't catch you. I called last time. I said, who?